Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, all right. It is March 23rd. It is Wednesday. Most of you would think that it is a whatever Wednesday, but it's not. We're continuing political discussion with candidates today uh tracy rafier is on running for county treasurer uh we will get to tracy in a second um i am commander jack riggins the host of drive time lincoln and johnny cadillac is still on the producing board um opening monologue i should have something no you know i actually like um as candidates come in um, or like Elena Newman, a nice discussion yesterday. But for whatever reason, COVID was on my mind today. And again, just as a, a citizen of Lincoln, Lancaster County, an American, um, I, obviously I have a platform. But But I was like, where has it all gone? Where has it all gone? I mean, it just it just left not only the national media, but it left, you know, all the people that if you were uh, like me about choice with masks or choice with vaccine, it just all left. It's as if everybody that I used to talk to just a couple of months ago about this, it's almost like they disappeared. And I don't understand that given the historic nature of the way it was handled. So, is that bizarre? To me, it's bizarre. Now, I know Dr. Fauci has said it it may come back, and I guess that's what I want to talk about, which is, I think all of us, no matter what you feel about COVID, we need to remember a couple of things. Okay? It's real. Okay? It is a virus. It is probably going to be on this planet forever. Okay? Um, as many of us, me included, have said, not a scientist, not a doctor, but it appears to me through common sense that it will ebb and flow similar to the flu um, as we move forward. Um, but nonetheless, the reason I say that is education, like everything else you and I do medically and with our children and with our family and loved ones, which is the more knowledge you have, the better prepared you are. And so I want to remind everybody again about, of course, there's what we call vaccines. And I'm going to talk about that in a second before we get to Tracy or shots. And then, of course, we ha- now have treatment in the form of pills. But again, one of the most successful through COVID is monoclonal, <laughs> monoclonal antibodies. And that is something that at this point, two years into it, every single one of us should know that there's about a 10-day window to get it, and you should have already talked to your healthcare provider about its pros and cons for you if you get COVID, right? You. So I'm just saying it because it's there. It is a treatment. It is not the end-all, be-all, right? None of these treatments are. But it is just a piece of getting through COVID so that we don't have to go back, in my opinion, to what the last two years were. And it just amazes me that we don't know that. You know, and so uh, there's national people that say it a lot, but there's still people out there that um, 
I don't know. They just want to play politics with this, and I get very frustrated with that. Listen, it's real. It's a virus, right? There's vaccinations if you want to do that. There's masks if you want to do that. None of it supersedes, I think, choice. None of the data says that you shouldn't have to have a choice. And then there's there's treatment modalities. Okay. And then that word vaccine, it drives me nuts. I was thinking, you know, if you tell somebody a year and a half ago vaccine, the entire planet, the entire planet goes, oh, vaccine, some kind of shot or medicine that I get that eradicates a disease. Okay? And if you said to somebody, hey, you're going to get a shot, the entire planet would go, oh, it offers me some limited protection. And I covered this last year. Within the week it happened, just here in Lincoln and Lancaster County, but it happened worldwide, which was whoever, the powers that be, we'll call them they, they changed the definition of vaccine. So they merged vaccine and shot for the first time, at least in the English dictionary history. Why? Because now, as we move forward, where we are today and why it was on my mind, it's like, do we have a vaccine? We don't for COVID. We don't, folks. We have shots. But yet we still call it the vaccine. And then a lot of people think eradicate. Well, the shot, the vaccine doesn't do that. So in the definitions, what we have are shots, which give you some form of protection. And so it's really funny because they say, oh, we're going to get this this vaccine for uh, the emergency authorization for, you know, four year olds down to six month olds. Well, no, you're just giving them a shot. Right. And then another pharmaceutical company you get to the booster shot i mean which one is it folks a year and a half ago everybody on the planet knew what a vaccine was and we knew what a shot was and now i guess depending on which pharmaceutical company and which government you live under and again here in nebraska uh, crazy but anyway that's just it was on my mind because it's just gone well don't it's not gone it's here I want you to be prepared. I want you to feel confident that we all can survive this. And at the same time, I want you to expect shenanigans one day if it comes back. All right. Tracy, welcome to the program. Thanks, Jack. Uh, You are running for county treasurer. County treasurer. Now, you have been on the show before. You uh, ran for office last go. That's right. Airport Authority. Airport Authority, uh, which was a a lot of candidates, actually, as I recall. I mean... Quite a few. Quite a few. Um, But then again, you've said, you know what? I'm still wanting to serve. I have passion. I have energy. I have the time. And I care. What what has made you sustain your willingness to serve the people of the county? Well, I see every day that... There is no transparency between a lot of these these offices, these elected officials, and the people. Uh, and that's another reason why I continue my fight to help the people, not of just Lincoln, but in this case, the entire county. This is not a red or blue situation. 
is the people situation of all of Lancaster. Uh, and the sad part is, uh, in my opinion, the transparency is not there, the efficiency is not there, and the integrity is not there. And I want to change that, and that's what I want to bring to the Office of Treasurer. Transparency, I'm big on that. Efficiency, I'm big on that. Serving the people, I'm big on that. What are some of the things... I'm going to actually go back two years because if you run for airport authority, you you know you're starting to look a little deeper because you've got to consider you know am I going to throw my hat in the ring all the way up now to treasure? What are some of the specific things that have frustrated you or people you've been talking to that said you know I could go there and make a difference in the county treasurer? All right, well let's back up a minute and a little bit more about myself. I'm a financial advisor for yes, nearly, real quick, real quick. Let's nearly, introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, uh, <laughs> nearly thirty years as a financial Thank you for advisor the and uh, a fiduciary, uh, as well as a small business owner. I built always safe storage from from the ground up, from scratch, by myself. So I know what it takes to make a budget, uh, hold to a budget and not deviate from that budget. Uh, and in this case, I feel, uh, as well as when I ran for airport authority, uh, they feel to raise the levy to meet their budget, and it should be the other way around. That budget should be at the levy, at the current levy, and not put more burden on the taxpayers of Lancaster County. So some of the job details. A lot of people don't know that part of the job for the treasurer of Lancaster runs the DMV. Now, we're not, you know, state uh, mandates come down, and these are unfunded mandates. So, like, West O Street uh, has been changed directly to the, uh, as far as the renewal or new driver's licenses, and you can't do uh, tags or renewals in that area. That 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 particular address would be the North Forty Six. So one does license plates, one does uh, drivers' licenses, and I I don't feel uh, it should be that way. Um, it really should be a one-stop shop. Um, the main job for the treasurer, and a lot of people don't quite understand is the treasurer is really the custodian of all the funds that come in to the county uh, related as far as to taxes. So when did it change as far as like back to the DMV? Well, May of 2020. Well, so we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, our current county treasurer uh, changes the rules and separates those buildings. And in my opinion, she has only but further divided us, the people. Um, and that's really the part problem as well, because then, right in the height of our pandemic, she gets a hold of a county engineer, and she decides by herself to shut off the drive-through at North 46th. In the height of the pandemic. Why did she do that? Well, she spent $5,700 of our money, Lancaster County, for an app that would tell you 
and text you saying that we're ready for you inside. Mm-hmm. Now, all the other drive-throughs for the restaurants were open in the middle of the pandemic. In fact, there was lines for blocks and blocks long down Runza's, McDonald's, but yet we can't use the drive-through at our own DMV that we pay for. I just find it odd. <laughs> well, I no doubt about it. There's uh, if anybody had to go use DMV services at different times during the pandemic, um, well, it, it was hard. Let's just say that it it was an interesting choices interesting choices with regard to what's going on with the pandemic versus the needs of the citizens so to speak um small business owner fiduciary uh lived in lincoln a long time um watching everything go down um ran for airport authority um has watched our government and certain entities in this case you're speaking of the dmv but also the importance of uh the treasurer and the monies um Probably it wouldn't be a guess or it wouldn't be a leap for me to say not happy with the, a lot of the decisions around the city and county. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Um, I think some of the things that probably are my biggest concerns are, you know, according to my studies, my team studies, we had uh, 92, 93 year olds standing three hours in line for a 15 minute job whether to renew a driver's license or, or uh, renew license plates tags. Uh, so, you know, research. Well, as a financial advisor, that's what I do. Um, if I ran my businesses like our government runs a business, I'd be broke. And so I really feel that there's a lot better efficiency. And, and let me get to the efficiency. So, again, uh, as far as doing homework, uh, Sarpy County nine months ago had a problem with uh, their county treasurer. They replaced the county treasurer with a new treasurer. Uh, his name is Trace Jones. So another Tracy, right? So I called Trace and I asked him, what was it like when you first came into Sarpy County? Now let's give a little background. Sarpy County is a county that's smaller than Lancaster. It's mm-hmm. about 200,000. And we have 350,000. So Trey says, yeah, that's, that's a real interesting question because the first day I came into this office, my wait times at the DMV were 78 minutes. Wow. Now that's a 200,000 people county and we are 350,000, but we don't know our times. The reason why we don't know our times is that we don't have the technology to know our times, you'd literally have to sit there with a stopwatch and time somebody from start to finish. So I asked him, what's, what's your wait time today? Oh, yeah. The first day I walked in, I installed a system called Qless. My wait times today, 10.8 minutes. Wow. So 350, uh, 350,000 people in our county uh, and no way of tracking. I suspect, uh, I don't know, but I suspect because of our populace that our wait times, uh, not every day, uh, are, are on average 
90 minutes. That's that's my guess. Now, today, I was at the DMV. It took me four minutes. I got in, got out, got on. But it's a Wednesday. Right. At the end of the month, you're going to see increased volume because the end of the month is coming, and they got to renew those tags. Well, good for Sarpy County is what I'm going to say. Uh, again, we're on with Tracy Rafier running for uh, county treasurer, um, kind of breaking down some of the things he's observed as a citizen, some of the, the talents he brings um, from his private life. Uh, one of the things that, yeah, I kind of giggled there when you talked about the stopwatch, and the reason was I was thinking post 9-11 how we bolstered up the airports with TSA. And this is no no offense, right, to anybody in TSA. I know you're working hard and you're you're doing a good job, um, but my God, they overstaffed the airports. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, geez, it's it's like at Lincoln in in Lancaster County, we could just have somebody that their full time job is stopwatch. And then I thought, yeah, how silly is that with everything we have today, technology wise? You know, I was like, oh, we'll just bring some TSA people over to Lancaster County for stopwatch but anyway we'll be back with tracy rafier running for county treasurer on 1499 3 klin you're getting the 411 from dtl with commander jack riggins on 1499 3 klin all right uh quick little two minute segment here uh again uh candidate tracy rafier is on the show today um, discussing his uh, run for county treasurer. Um, he is the guest. He'll be on all second segment. Um, I don't, well, no, we're not going to take callers because uh, kind of first-time candidate. Uh, we're getting just why he's doing this and what his platform issues are and, you know, what he wants to do. So we'll get to that. I talked a little bit about just uh, really just general silliness around COVID, but maybe a public service announcement to remember, um, you know, what's out there because it's not going away. Um, in the first part of the show and, you know, between protection you can take uh, that I believe is your choice with vaccines and shots and masks. Um, there's also, you know, treatment modalities which are really help helping people um, and not just, you know, quote unquote, you know, the big pharma science just came up with it. Uh, monoclonal antibodies um, is something that all of us, again, should know and should have already checked with our doctors if they're available to us. Um, so I may keep saying that every now and then cause COVID's not necessarily going away. Um, but yeah, I mean, and of course I had to, it's, it's not really a little swipe people, but I just, you know, when you see things that cause mass amounts of people, again, the days of the world to change a definition that the vast majority of the world understands in the term of vaccine, uh, right with shot, you know, you, you you want or I try to put myself in the they shoes. Well, no wonder people are pissed. I mean, when you do stuff like that, what are we supposed to do? We're going to question you, right? Especially here in America. Nothing wrong with that. Again, we'll be back with Tracy Rafier running for county treasurer, 1499 3KLIN. Okay, here's the situation our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay. And we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. 
With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, final segment here on uh, Candidate Whatever Wednesday. Uh, no callers this segment, folks. I'll make it up to you Thursday or Friday, probably Thursday, tomorrow, so you can just write down your questions now and get fired up. We've got uh, Tracy Rafier on running for county treasurer, a conservative, if you didn't know. I mean, I think everybody right now on Drive Time Lincoln understands we're rolling through all the conservative candidates. One, because we have a primary um, two, generally speaking, uh, most of my opinions are conservative in nature. And three, not too many Democrats or, or Democrats or independents have called. Um, but you all know you're welcome to come on. Uh, Tracy, we left off with some frustrations a little bit. Not really frustrations, but things you've seen and uh, motivations to become uh, county treasurer and serve the people of the county. Um, you know, I... It, we can roll on that. You know I'm going to ask you eventually, okay, what are we going to do about some of these things or what are some of your ideas, right? Because yep. that's where we go to. But I suspect the, um, you know, the, uh, well, I guess we'll just call them frustrations, right? Yep. I mean, things that you go, you know, I think we could do this better. And so, therefore, this is what I, you know, I'm going to run for office and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, exactly. We deserve better. That's a good way of putting it. You're right. I mean, the people of America and Lancaster County deserve good, great elected officials. Uh, and not only that, but any elected official um, should understand, first and foremost, that they work for the people. Not for their own agenda, something hidden, uh, but for the people. And the people need to know. So, like, one of the things that I'll bring to the office is complete and total transparency. So let's use this as an example. We know in 2019 that we collected $515 million in property tax in this county. Wow. It's good. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not a bad wow. I'm just going, wow, that's a good chunk of change. That's a good. (laughs) But when we pay property taxes, we always pay in arrears. So what that means is the 2019 numbers were really collected in 2020, for 2019. So here we are in 2022, but we don't know the 2020 numbers because on the transparency portal for the treasure, it's not reported. I suspect that we're well in the 600 million range, but I, w- I wouldn't know that because, again, no transparency. So I called. The deputy treasurer, her name is Kristen, nice nice lady. And I asked her, uh, I would like to get a tour of the two buildings that we own, the, the, specifically the West O and the North 46th. And she said, well, why would you want to do that? Well, because I, 
am running for Lancaster County Treasurer, and I want to see those buildings and how things actually work firsthand. Well, I, I, I need to call the county attorney for that. So she calls me back, which is good. She could she call me back. No, you cannot get a tour of a building that the county owns because we have some very uh, private areas that you should not be able to see. I said, look, I'm not looking for where we keep the money. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't need to know that. I want to see as far as the day-to-day -day operation. Well, she said, you can just show up and see and, and uh, observe. So like today, right? I observed it, and it was very smooth, right? Four mm -hmm. minutes, I was in and out. Got the tags. I did not like, however, that they have a drop box for uh, the, the county treasurer for property tax because uh, I wanted a, a receipt right there that it's paid. So I had to put it in a black drop box. It will get transported downtown, and then I'll get stamped, and I'm sure I'll get something back in the mail. The other thing that, uh, as far as transparency, is because this is an elected position, uh, they, the elected officials, do not have to adhere to the open meeting rules, meaning the closed-door meetings for staff and members are not subject to public review. Now, this is concerning only because anything that happens inside that office, that elected position, is only communicated to staff, which would absolutely affect any decision or morale of those workers at the DMV. Uh, specifically, I'm talking about last Christmas a memo was produced uh, and it said, no playing of Christmas music. Mm. Well, why is that? Because you might offend somebody. Interesting. But, but wouldn't it offend me, the worker, that I could not convey or express my religious beliefs? So I'm not saying the ACLU should get involved. I'm just saying I find it very interesting that anything that would have any impact on the DMV or its workers or anybody who works in the county treasurer's office that would demoralize or add more stress on a worker, which then gets conveyed to the public when somebody comes in and pays and you may have a rude worker because they're not happy. and. Speaking about not being happy, we know that there's dissension in the ranks. How do we know that? Well, because I have a Republican opponent that works at the DMV. If the relationship was good at the DMV, she would go to the treasurer and say, hey, I would like these things implemented, or I'd like to see this changed. But the relationship does not exist. And these are things that need to be changed. The Lancaster County, and what's sad is that our 
cities that are outside Lincoln. They can't vote for like what happened recently with the fair ordinance. Mm-hmm. But yet it would greatly impact them, right? Yes. But Waverly, Bennett, Hickman, Roca, Hallam, Mal- Raymond, they can't vote on that. So a lot of times, and unfortunately, they feel that they don't have a voice. That's where I come in. I will tell you right now, I will be your voice. I will take care of the situation. And if I can't fix it, I will help facilitate it and bring it to the next level so it can be discussed and fixed. And those are some of the things that need to really be addressed. What's interesting, um, again, we're on with Tracy Rafier um, running for county treasurer, is you would think, um, uh, again, you've politely asked to have a tour. Um, it's a public building owned by the people, technically, because it is. Um and I, I laugh because we gave tours at SEAL Team, one of the most secretive, secure places there ever is, all the time, right? Because it's owned by the public. That's right. Right? I mean, it's owned by the public. And I'm glad that the woman called you back and um, at least closed the loop. But, yeah, you would think that you'd be able to do that. And what's interesting, you know, you're talking about uh, morale of people. Uh, it's kind of well known that... Um, the DMV at times can be undermanned, and when you talk about morale, you're probably getting into wages and things. And then who does that get passed on to us, the people, right? Um, I think, you know, it's very common practice around here for, you know, Christmas decorations and things. And it's a little snarky, in my opinion, to say, you know, Christmas music can't be playing. But nonetheless, to your point, um, you know, discussions made and the minutes taken in meetings um, absolutely, if can be done, and I think with technology today, uh, be be open for the public, for those of us that would look into that, right? I mean, almost everything is. And, um, you know, I'm sure the excuse is, oh, well, we don't have the Manning or, or, or COVID. Uh, but in the end of the day, I mean, those are just foundational principles to our democracy and us as the people, you know. As you move forward, what are some of the things that you're championing in your campaign running for office? Well, besides the transparency, efficiency uh, is a big one. We can make uh, the transactions, uh, whether it be... uh, Now, understand, this is a state mandate for driver's licenses and tags. So it's a state situation, but yet we take the monies... uh, for our on behalf of the state. But it doesn't mean that we have to stand in line for two hours or even wait outside in the rain or cold. There should be a system in place um, and to make it more efficient. In a timely fact, you should be able, on your lunch break, stop at either location and get your business taken care of in 15 minutes. In, out, and on. And here's... Here's my biggest point. People, <clears throat> as far as our research has showed, not just here in Lincoln, but Lancaster County, people in general are tired. You could not write a book <laughs> of what's happened to us in the last two years. We had 700 days of mask mandates. 
COVID shut things down, made small businesses go broke. We get bombarded every day, mass media, social media. We're being attacked religiously. And in a lot of cases, uh, they attacked our integrity, our good morals, and our good values. Our suicide rates are astronomical. Crime rates. So let me be that voice. People are tired. And why would you add more stress on the very people that puts you in that office? Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic that um, when things for society um, get tough, whether it's self-imposed or it just happens, you hope that the elected officials, the government per se, eases that stress. And I think what we found, and to your point on people's frustrations here in Lancaster <coughs> County and Lincoln, is that government added to the stress. Local government did here in Lincoln. Um, some of the elected officials may have lost their way, so to speak, and all of a sudden, you know, we, we, we turned a small hill into a big, you know, well, anthill, well, and the people sense that. They notice this, and it's frustrating that we can't get things done with all the money we pay, going back to our taxes, in a transparent and efficient manner. And in a, as far as a professionalism sort of way as well. Now, here's the words. You're just talking about government in general. Ronald Reagan said, and these are the words that should scare you the most. Hi, <laughs> I'm with the government, and I'm here to help. <laughs> Very famous quote. That's, that's, but it, and, that, and that's true. Why would you shut off a drive through in the middle of the height of a pandemic because you bought an app so I can text you saying I'm ready for you inside? When I could have stayed in my car in a safe, I know what my car is, and I can put things in a drive through box and it, there's no transaction. I mean, no, no physical transaction. Right. It, these are the sort of uh, inefficiencies, bad decisions, being a bureaucrat, basically our current treasure is just that, a bureaucrat who has always had a cushy job. And in my opinion, she has the job at UNL, as student uh, accounts, uh, and this is her side hustle. Now that's a $100,000 side hustle, but yet nonetheless, it's a side hustle. Not, in my opinion, working for the people. You know, everything you discuss, you, you sound like, I'm not going to characterize you, you tell me if I'm right or wrong, a very common sense conservative. Well, common sense is not so common, Jack. Well, it's getting less and less right? common. Everything, that's, uh, everything that we think is right is now wrong, and everything wrong seems right. Well, right? And that's, mean, that's, why, that's why we've got to have, uh, you know, people talking right because one that's not a good dynamic when common sense is not common and it's getting less common uh, let alone if people are attacking or an elected official like the county treasurer um, is not you know using that elected office as a primary role to serve the people 
Um, while it's a good side hustle by dollar amount, it, sure. when you said that, I was like, wow, that's a great side hustle. Um, there's a lot to be done there that affects our society. And I, and I do agree, um, as my own experience with the DMV through it, I many times I drove down there and I couldn't believe the lines. Um, and I will say, you know, I, I figured out a way. I don't know if it's been fixed, but I will say this. There is a way. It is embedded in the website in a very hard-to-reach place. At least it was, so I'm not saying today. Make an appointment. And oh, it's right up front. Sure. Well, you can make it, an appointment. It, it wasn't always right up front, yeah. and I always kind of laughed at that because I was like, you know, I'm a pretty computer-savvy guy, and I had to dig for it, you know. Yeah. We're talking, you know, last year or maybe two years ago. So, yeah, I mean, that button needs to be right up front. But in the end of the day, like you said, uh, transparency, efficiency, and common sense. And professionalism. Well, I mean, yeah. Here's the only thing I would ask if I was the treasurer of Lancaster and I had these two stores, uh, I would absolutely say, look, one, show up on time, two, do what's asked of you, and three, most importantly, always be nice to the customer. Yeah, That's it's, it. I mean, it's in in the end of the day, it is a customer service business. We so the to people. Speak. I mean, yeah, it, the, you the work for, for sure. the taxpayers of Lancaster County. Yeah, um, I know we're running low on time, but uh, as a custodian of of the tax money, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the county commissioners prioritize and then eventually dole out the money. Well, or or say where it goes. Correct. Well, they. The commissioners absolutely have the ultimate control, and the treasurer is the custodian of those funds. Now, there's many, 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 many uh, different categories or funds that the treasurer overlooks. For instance, there's the grants fund. Uh, the grants fund, when the previous treasurer was in, was maybe at $3 million. Today, it's at $46 million with another $36 million coming in. Wow. So these are sort of the things as if, uh, or I should say when I'm elected, the the most curious thing, I would be the only county treasurer in the entire United States with investment licenses. We'll be back with Tracy Rafier running for county treasurer 1499 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, finishing up with Tracy Rayfear running for county treasurer. Uh, common sense conservative really is what I'm hearing. Uh, tomorrow uh, we'll have uh, talkative Thursday. We'll make up the whatever Wednesday. You'll have me and whatever's on my mind, but more importantly, what's on your mind. And uh, Friday, I don't know yet. I mean, we'll f- we'll put together a show. We always do. Um, Tracy, call to the action to your troops, if you will. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, uh, again. This whole office, uh, transparency, efficiency, and professionalism, uh, I'm proven, uh, I'm an action taker, uh, and I want to hear from people like, you know, good or bad experiences that have done, uh, as far as that, the DMV, whether it was a license or uh, a license, uh, as far as a, a license plate tag that needed to be renewed. So you can always uh, get a hold of me, uh, 
Tracy for Treasure at Proton Mail, or you can go to my website, tracyfortreasure.com. Uh, March 31st, I have a kickoff event uh, at Suite 111 at 70th and A Clock Tower. It goes from 5 to 7. and So I will need uh, everybody's help, whether uh, as far as monetarily or making phone calls or yard signs. Every dollar is going to count in this campaign. So um, website again is? Tracyfortreasurer.com. Yep. Um, you can donate there. Uh, you can find out more information. And obviously, Tracy has a kickoff event uh, Thursday, March 31st. Go out and meet the candidates. I mean, you can hear them on the radio, but I think getting in person, getting to know them, they're making themselves available. Um, we will see you tomorrow. Be safe. It's probably going to get slick out there. 1499.3 KLIN.